0: Welcome to the Child-Free Wealth Podcast, hosted by Bree and Dr. J, Certified Financial Planner. Here we discuss life and finances as it relates to being child-free. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your advisor before implementing any ideas heard on this podcast. Hey, Dr. J. So last week you talked about the standard life plan with Katie. How is that different for people who... Are child-free and not really sure if they, you know, want to retire or what path they want to go down in life. It really had me thinking a lot more about what I want in the future. So can you tell us more about what you learned from clients?
1: So in the financial planning literature, there are you you essentially fall into two buckets. You're either pre-retiree or retiree. That's it. There's nothing in between. Like, there's like, okay, I did my 20 years, I got the watch, I retired. But I don't know that that's true anymore. So, Bree, do you think like you, if you put in X amount of years, you're going to retire?
0: I do, actually. I do. I don't want to be working, you know, like full time my entire life. But I also do eventually want to stop working.
1: So you're going to do what we call phased retirement. We're going to cut from full time to part time and then maybe not work.
0: Yes. That sounds more like what I'm hoping for.
1: It's fair. Um, As I dive in with clients, I find that you know people ask me, well, when can I retire? My first question is, well, do you want to? And they go, what do you mean? Like, do I want to? I'm like, well, what would you do? And they go, well, what I'd love to do is stop doing what I'm doing and do something else. Well, that's an encore career is the other word for it. But like, I want to change a pace. That is not a retirement. That is, I want to quit my job I'm at. And people go, well, when can I do that? Well, that's a different question than when can I retire? You know, I'm working through this concept. We've have, got we have pre-retirees retirees. There may be a third bucket of non-retirees, people that really don't care about retirement or it's not a goal. You know, and we'll, we'll cover a little later a concept called FILE, financial independence, live early. But it's like challenging this idea that you have to retire and like sit on the couch and watch TV. You know, that, that's just the classic. You know, I was talking with somebody this morning about their retirement, and they're actually going to retire. And I was like, and then what? And they're like, okay, I'm going to go do my, like, to-do list, you know, the honey-do list of a whole bunch of things they had to do at the house. I'm like, cool, then what? He goes, then I'll go back to work. Then you're not retiring. You're shifting jobs. You're shifting to something else. And the key with retirement is to know not necessarily what you're retiring from. You know, we all know what we want to stop doing, but what are you retiring to? And one of my uh, colleagues, Cody Garrett at Measure Twice Planners, calls. Uh, he takes a little different uh, spin on. It. He says, "It feels about retiring early. It's re." He says, "No, how about we move instead to recreational employment?" I'm like, ooh, I like that. You know, do something I enjoy, like open that cupcake shop or something. I don't know. And how does that shift? And I think the challenge is if you really don't want to retire and do nothing that's going to shift your financial plan. So Brie, if you retired, stopped, didn't do work at all, what would you do with your time?
0: I would probably travel a lot more and go hiking. Granted, my body's in good enough health. I really hope I'm I'm working hard to make sure I have good health throughout my life so I can continue doing that. And I would love to volunteer more. I used to volunteer quite frequently and you don't as much now. So I really want to do more of that. And just spending time with family and friends.
1: Okay. So if we embrace the Die With Zero approach, and and for those who listen, you've probably heard me talk about the Die With Zero book before. The concept is that you have a combination between time, money, and health. And right now, you got more health than you got time and money. When you retire, you might have less health, but you have more time and money. Where if we get rid of the retirement concept and said, okay, what happens if instead you like turn down work? You know, like maybe working 30 hours a week instead of 40 or whatever it is where you could do more travel now and spend more time with family now. Would that make you happier? What do you think?
0: Absolutely. I am actually a very big proponent of a 30 hour work week. The 40 hours just doesn't feel like you can adequately do all the like household things you need to do, but also spend time with people around you. So I actually already embrace a 30 hour work week and really enjoy it.
1: Great. So if you're working the 30-hour work week, that's actually going going to make it harder to retire. Yeah. Because you're making less money. Are you okay with that?
0: Yes, because it allows me to do the other things I want in life. And I'm not somebody who really enjoys spending money to begin with. So I don't need a ton to live on.
1: So here's the interesting debate. We started with, do you want to retire? And you said, yeah, I want to retire. But then you said, I really want to spend time traveling and you know enjoying and you know spending time with my family and all that. Cool. We said, all right, we can do that. But it slows down retirement. You said, that's okay, too. So retirement itself doesn't sound like a strong goal. It's more of, I want to have the time to be able to do what I want to do when I can do it.
0: Yeah. I want the option to retire. My wife and I have talked about this last week quite in depth. But we both agree we want the option to retire. But that doesn't necessarily mean that will take it. We are both people who like to have things to do, keep busy, and whether or not we switch more into that recreational employment like you are talking about or not, that is just important for us to have that ability to do it.
1: That's fair. And and where I'm going with this is retirement itself as a goal is an option, not a requirement. Just like we talked about Mm -hmm. buying a house is an option, not a requirement. And when you're living the child-free life, you can do different things. And Katie and I dove deep into this life plan. Retirement is the goal of that life plan. Like you retire and you pass your money on to the next generation. We don't have to do either of those. And that shifts everybody's financial thoughts. And when I work with clients on this, you know, I, I start peeling apart. What would you do in retirement? It's very rare that I hear people go, I'm literally going to sit on the couch and watch TV. Okay. And by the way, the research says if you sit on the couch, watch TV, you lose about 1% of your brain matter every year. And I don't know about you, but I don't have 1% of my brain matter to lose every year. So you got to be doing something. Well, maybe we can tune the finances to be able to do something now. And and that's where this concept of file comes in. Financial independence, live early. We're going to do a separate episode on comparing that. It's against fire. Financial independence, retire early. But in the file world, it's about that dimmer switch for work about doing the right amount of work at the right pace for the right job, for the right purpose, for the right finances to find that balance. And that's a different goal than if you're saying, Hey, I want to save for X amount and retire as as soon as possible. You know, people go, well, what do you want to retire? They say 65. Well, why 65? Well, because that's social security age. That has nothing to do with whether you're going to be ready to retire or not. And by the way, Let's be real, Brie. If you are Gen Y or Gen Z, chance of social security being there, (laughs) not as good. Um, I'm a, I'm Gen X and I'm not even sure we're going to have it. Uh, You know, so that age is not the thing. When you're ready to retire is when you have enough money to pay your bills that you can live off it. So what I heard is you said, Hey, you and your wife want to get to a point where you have enough money that retirement is an option or not, which by the way, is, what you're actually looking for is financial independence.
0: Yep. That is, we are very, very strong on reaching financial independence. That's one of our things we are aggressively working towards right now.
1: So a goal of financial independence is different than a goal of retirement. You know, so mm-hmm. the, the old school way of saying uh, financial independence, they used to call it FU money where you have enough money that you can tell your boss what to do with the job. Like I'm out gone. Um, That still works. That's still the same concept, but I don't have to. Like, I can pick and choose. So if your goal is financial independence, you can get to that a lot earlier than 65. You don't have to wait to retire.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I follow some different people who have retired early, and I think that's great for them. Personally, not the option for me. I'm not looking to retire when I'm 40. Because I think I would just be rather bored. But I do want that financial independence and ability to do what I want.
1: Yeah. So one of the ones that comes out of the FIRE land. And by the way, if you want to go down an interesting path, there are all different versions of FIRE. And we can go into that separately. But different ways of doing FIRE. The bottom line, a lot of the math they use is based on the safe withdrawal rate. Safe withdrawal rate says over a 30-year time frame, you can take out about 4% out of your net worth every year and not run out of money. Now, by the way, there's an assumption there. It says not run out of money, which if you're doing die with zero, that safe withdrawal rate may not fit you. There's also some debates out there about is 4% the right number or 3.5 or 4.5 or whatever. But let's just go with the 4%. There's enough data behind there to to play with it. Well, the 4% rule, if you invert it, says if you have 25 times your annual expenses, you are financially independent or can retire. Mm -hmm. So if you're spending 40 grand a year on expenses, but it means like what you're actually expending money on, not like, you know, I get, I have a $40,000 income. That's different because your income and taxes, but you're spending $40,000 a year. That means you have about a million dollars to retire 40 times, 40,000 times 25. And at that point you can retire or you can be financially independent or do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. That's the magic number. And I hate these magic numbers, but people are like, if I hit this number, I can do this. Here's what I find. Let's say Brie hits a million dollars because that's her number. I'm making it up. That's not a real number, but I'm just going to put Brie in this thing. Brie hits that million dollars at 42. What do you think, Brie? Would you quit work or would you keep working?
0: I I think I would keep working. I asked my wife the other day. I was like, what what year do you think you want to be done? And she's like, 46. I'm like, what? I 46. I was like, I was thinking 50, maybe. Like, I don't know about 46. So 42, I'm pretty sure I would keep working for a while.
1: So I'm playing with numbers because I get, I see these people, let's call them their 40s, hit their FI number. They hit their million dollars. They can reach higher. And I'm like, cool. Now what? And they're like, I'm going to keep working, just like Bree just said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Okay. So now you are earning money to give to an estate that you don't care about.
0: I don't know. I, I struggle with the die with zero. I know it. I'm learning more about it, but I, I'm still, I just like the security of having money. Like if I die and there's some left, well, we already have plans of where it's going to. So.
1: Well, and I hear this one, you know, I, I don't want to run out of money, so I need to keep working. And I'm like, I'll, I'll do the math and we we, you know, we do put it through software and we'll do a thousand simulations and I'll show them they're not going to run out of money. And they're going, yeah, but a million dollars is not a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so if you hit 2 million when you stop working? Yes. Then they hit 2 million and guess what happens? They push they the goalposts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's going to be me. As much as I don't want to say that, I think it will be because I know that I really struggle with I never feel secure, even though I am and I'm okay. I just don't ever feel like that. And I'm working really hard to get to that. And I don't know that even when I hit that FI number, I'm not sure that I'll feel secure. So this is
1: where people, you know, we start off with a discussion about retirement. They go, well, I don't know if I can retire because I don't have enough money. And I'm like, you do. And I've had this moment with clients and I feel bad for them, but I'm like, listen, you hired me as a certified financial planner to go over these numbers with you. I've got a PhD, an MBA, and a CFP, and I'm telling you, you're okay. And they're going, yeah, but what if? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if aliens come? Okay, what if? Who knows? Who cares? Nothing we can do. If you're asking the question of when am I going to feel secure about my money, it has nothing to do with the dollar signs. It has to do with your own money behaviors and your own money beliefs.
0: Yep. And I have worked really, really hard on it, but it's, it's still a struggle for me to feel secure, even though like, I know that I'm okay. I've looked at numbers, my habits are good, all of that, but I just, I still have that inner struggle.
1: Hey, by the way, we all do. Like, seriously, like, so do I. And I know, I know the math of it, but the math of it and the emotions of it are two different things. If mm-hmm. you know, people ask, when can I retire? It's a math equation. But then their emotions are what gets in the way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've actually got an article. I'll link to it in the, in the show notes about are you saving too much or spending too much? And it's mm-hmm. about this keep moving the goalposts and saying, well, I need, well, that's part of that standard life plan. You need to like just keep earning more money and give it away. And when i work with clients, so I meet with clients monthly and I'll, it'll take about three, four months and I'll get all their finances in a row and have a whole plan laid out. And I'll be like, you're okay financially. Then what they'll do is they'll spend the next two or three meetings with me questioning the plan. Mm-hmm. Well, what about this? And what if social security doesn't happen? And what if I need long-term care? What if I need this? And what if I... And we go through all the what-ifs. And some people, it takes more than two or three meetings. It might take me you a know, four or five or six. But we go through the what-ifs. Then they finally feel comfortable with it. The bigger challenge then is, then what? Mm-hmm. So, okay, I've got the money. I can retire. Now what? And I, I actually been tracking. I spend more time talking to my clients about spending money than saving money. And we get a, they call de de-accumula, deaccumulation phase of, you know, we're spending our money. And they're like, but, 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 but I'm like, hey, we went through all the math. You feel comfortable. Do what you want. They're like, well, can I take that extra vacation? Yeah. Like, I've actually got a the discussion, I call it the blueberry problem, where they're buying the, the frozen blueberries because they're cheaper than the fresh blueberries. I'm like, buy the fresh blueberries.
0: I do that same thing. My wife the other day was like, how much did the sausage cost? Like, could you bought the name brand? I was like, it was a dollar more. But yep. no, I couldn't. <laughs>
1: like- now, by the way, when you're in the rent and ramen phase and you're barely making ends meet, okay, fine. Get the frozen blueberries. But at some point, you need to enjoy your money. And actually go on. And if you say, Hey, I want to retire. Cool. Great. My, my idea of retirement. So, um, my wife and I embrace the garden and the rose. She's the rose right now. She's growing in her career. My turn is the rose. We're going to get on a boat and travel the world. Now, by the way, buying a boat is a terrible financial decision. It just is There's, They, they, you know, they boat stands for bring out another thousand. It's a hole in the water. You just throw money into fine. I'm not doing it for the financial purposes. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. And. The, the hard part there is shifting your mindset. Mm-hmm. And I've got a plan and I've got, you know, by the time I hit 59, I'd like to do that. But then the other part of it is, you know, so I I, I did, I bought a boat recently and I was on it this weekend and not as nice as the one I want to buy, but you know, just a starter boat. And I went up on Friday and by Sunday morning, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go home and get back to work. I'm like, how am I on the boat going? I should get back to work. You know, this is the psychosis in our own brains. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I run, I, I'm the founder of Chaffee Wealth. i the owner. I run the company. And the way I say it is I work for a crazy man. Me. Like oh, yeah. that crazy man was like Sunday night. You better get back to work.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know if I'm going to be able to completely retire and quit and stop. I'd like to, but I, it's not a financial thing. It's a yeah. mental thing. It's, it's balancing. I, I don't know. I mean, my my challenge to people is, do you really want retirement to be your goal? What I'm hearing from you, Breeze, you want safety and security around money to be your goal,
0: yeah, absolutely i need I know the numbers are good, and I know that we're gonna be okay, but I just still struggle to feel like that, and that is what I need more than anything. is just to always feel like I'm okay.
1: Do you have a magic number in your head? <laughs>
0: Um, I told my wife that we can both buy the cars we want when we have a combined ten million dollars net worth.
1: Cool, ten so. million. <laughs> All right. And by the way, my wife and I have had this at the debate. We can retire at five million and at ten million, we call what's called fat fire, you know, where you could have your own private <laughs> chef. And I'm like, both of those are ridiculous numbers. You don't need that much to retire.
0: Yep. I know. I've seen. I've seen numbers before and I'm like, oh my God, we could buy the cars we want before then. But it's still just like, I don't know. still stuck so in my head.
1: Let's use the $10 million number because people make up these numbers for retirement. You and I have similar numbers. By the way, we're completely different generations and different like, I mean, we shouldn't have the same number. Let's just, but that, how it goes. Math doesn't work. But at $10 you million, you could, let, you could have $400,000 a year in expenses and not mm-hmm. run on money.
0: Oh, if you met my wife, well, you have met her. But if the listeners met my wife, you would understand how we could get there. She's an airline pilot, and she's already looking for her plane. And the other day, I was talking to somebody about it. i like, the one I want is a $75 million jet, which is quite wild. But the one she wants, I thought, was $700,000. Turns out it's $1.5 So...
1: You got a jet, I got a boat. It doesn't matter. By the way, we yeah. all have to have dreams. I mean, the reality check is we all we all might be just driving a Toyota Corolla and just calling that a day. But you know, like yeah. you know, people talk about these magic numbers. If you want to retire earlier, lower your expenses or have more money. But if you want safety and security around money, it's not about retirement age or a certain number. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. It's that mental work that needs to be done. To balance it, We're going to do a separate episode specifically on achieving financial independence. But where I'm going with this is you need to figure out what your goal is first before you figure out what's my financial plan. If your goal is retirement, cool. Follow the FIRE path. There's a whole bunch of tools on how to retire early and work through that. And we can go to extremes. I mean, there are FIRE folks that are like making their own soap and living on rice and beans and ramen noodles just to retire as fast as possible. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's one way. There are other people that, you know, they call them Coast Fire, all that. We'll, we'll dive into that. But you can find that balance. What I find is that one of the hard parts of the fire community is what happens once the, the dog catches the car. What happens when you hit that retirement and then what? Yeah. And it's always an entertaining – read stories about people that have retired early two years later. Two years is magic. Like you you have like a year of like fun stuff to do when you retire. Then the second year, your list kind of is like mostly done. And then you're like, huh, I have 30 more years left. What do I want to do with my time? Mm -hmm. But I'm not judging what you should do, whether it's go to work or volunteer or, you know, work on a garden or fish. I don't care whatever you want to do. But if you don't have something to retire to, that second year, you're like, this is boring as heck. And now I need to figure out what to do with my rest of my life and what to do with my money.
0: Yeah. uh, There's one couple I follow on Instagram and they retired a couple of years ago and she actually became a notary and she just notarizes things for free for people because she thought it would be fun. And that was her like retirement dream. So she is a notary and then she also goes and volunteers a ton.
1: Yep. I think where I'm going with this is retirement is a choice, not a requirement. That, and, and that's a societal thing that we do not have. Like the kinds of a non retiree doesn't exist. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned the term of phase retirement. People are like, Oh, I'm going in and out of retirement, or cutting back or whatever. Some of that's growing, but it's also okay to just say, Hey, you now I was talking with somebody the other day who's a therapist and she's like, look, I'll cut my, my client base down so that I'm doing like one day a week. But I'll still work with clients. I'm like, that's beautiful. Now here's mm-hmm. the thing: that completely changes the financial plan. It's a different math of if we're going to spend you know, 30 years in retirement and not making any money, or if we're going to keep working as long as we can. Those are two different math, and it will change your choices throughout life. You know, mm-hmm. and my challenge to all of you is: first thing is, if you say, "Hey, I want to retire," cool. My first question is, why? <laughs> And don't be surprised when the answer is because that's what you're supposed to do. But once we get past that, my question, okay, what are you going to do? What are you retiring to? If you can't answer that, then really what you're saying is, I want to get out of the job I'm in now, which then I'm like, well, then don't wait to retire. Make the changes now. And, and it's, it's a mental hurdle to do that. If you do decide, Hey, you want to do retirement, you've got to get your, your arms around the finances enough. To know when enough is enough. In the US, 25 ish times your expenses gets you there. People go, Well, I can't retire early because then I got to pay for healthcare. So you pay for healthcare. Really, it's not that bad. You can yeah. still make it happen. You just got to feel comfortable. What's that?
0: Uh, that's what I hear all the time, especially as I have like my parents and other people around me. They're like, Oh, no, we got to stay for healthcare until we're 65.
1: Like, yep. We're and if it's right a couple, You know, the math I use and rough math, because it depends on state. Call it 25 grand of expenses for healthcare, which is not cheap. I'm not saying it is. But really, if you're working for 25 grand, hmm, that may not be the reason to do that. I did I did hear recently, somebody had my favorite example now. They said I work for uh I I work for beer bowling and benefits. I'm like, (laughs) that is an awesome thought. Now, is that what you want to be doing? That's your choice. But, you know, yeah, if you're going to work just to pay for your your hobbies and all that, great, if you want to do that. If you Mm -hmm. don't, you can pick other things.
0: That's a very good point. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a rating or review. We'd love to keep the conversation going. Follow Child Free Wealth on social media or email us at podcast at childfreewealth.com. If you're interested in working together... Learn more by visiting our website, www.childfreewealth.com. We'll see you next time.